from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, guys. Welcome to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Pet Stallion, a.k.a. Dead Bitch. Hi. I'm Wheezy, the white guy fucker. That's what someone said my AKA should be, and I was very upset about that. You should be, because you, you, you don't even really fuck I want you guys, guys to know, I haven't more. fucked a white guy in a minute. And even Wait, though, hospital dick ain't white? First but of all, even if it was a, he's, he's black. But he's within the last year. Oh, he's black. Yes. Jeeves was white, and that was within the last year. Who was white? And a half, Jeeves. Jeeves was white. That was two years ago. Beard oh, right? Bay was black. Hospital dick was black. Old Bay's black. Who else? Those are all the black everybody, dicks. I was about to say, everybody else white, bitch. So no, it makes sense. But you know what? People think I've fucked more white guys than I have black guys, and it's not true. I just went on a white guy spree. But in my time of fucking, I've fucked more Guys, it was just a phase. It was just... The pink dick was just a phase. Can we call it a pink dick phase? I like pink dicks. Do you? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I still I try. Really. We you have know? a guest, you guys. A Latina. A Latinx. Is that what you call it? Is that a lot? What the fuck? Do I, I personally say? don't fuck with that terminology, but <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Okay, well, anyway, I don't know because it pisses people off. They're like, what do you mean you don't want to be part of the revolution? I'm like, what the fuck? No, bitch. I'm, I'm a Latina. I'm Dominican, exactly. I don't know what the fuck y'all do. So we've had Amelia, who has a very like New York Latina. Amelia, Latin, Amelia oh, yes. But like yours ain't as bad. But you Thank were- God. Because <laughs> that accent, this New York accent is crazy because even me, like, Watching just like super New York like TV. Yeah. Well, outside of like SVU, dude, with the white I people. love it because it feels I, like it's not real, but it is. And she really talks like that, my nigga. See, like oh that's my, who she is. Is that how you wait? Do you, talk, no. you don't talk like that, right? No. Like, but, like, so like you, you, know, you got a hella country Everybody's accent. different. Yeah, but, but, but I Everybody's like, different. I'm not gonna lie, Dominicans, we don't have that relationship to the Spanish accent because we no, actually it's a New speak York Spanish. Accent. It's a New York accent. Yeah, yeah but it's Puerto Ricans who don't speak Spanish. Oh. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, you want to speak Spanish? Because I prefer speaking Spanish, my amor. But no, you're and stop, and stop. You know what I'm saying? Translate the whole episode for my people out there in DR. Okay, wait. Fuck, I ain't got to talk with an accent. I'm from Dykeman, bitch. Like, so pussy Ven- talk. Venus wait, wait, X- real quick. Yeah, can we pussy get talk. Pussy talk. That's right. Here we go. Venus X is one of my favorite people. Gila introduced me to Venus X. She was like, oh my God, there's this like super feminist, like fucking DJ, you're gonna love her. Okay. I I don't even know how to describe Venus. I know you had one of the best parties ever. Ghetto gothic, niggas and techno, and what? Just black people doing beautiful things that are not just rap, you know? But, but also I'm- just like fashion. Everybody was t- there. It's like the last 10 years have been, I think, categorized New York as like, you know, the new wave was the party that I created because everybody could go there, which, you know, we go to the hood, we smoke hookah, we go to the strip club, we throw money, we go to Brooklyn, we rave out, but very rarely does that all come together. And the reality is that New York culture has always been dependent on that fusion. Right. Like, whether you think of the tunnel or exit, like these are clubs that were having DMX on one night and we're having a literal house DJ like in another room. 
And oh. you was just like, ow, like we out that here. Was, that was like mansion in Miami. <sighs> mansion. So mansion used to do that. Like literally, one night you'll have two chains, the next you'll have dead mouse. Like yes. that's literally. But, like, but I love that shit. Imagine like in New York when you brought fashion designers, visual artists, you know, rappers, everybody, skaters, DJs, all in the same room. You end up getting the fashion brands like Telfar. You end up getting the ASAP Rockies. That's like you know the swag that a lot of people ended up taking on this ghetto goth thing like we've been doing that for a long time but we weren't just like hey let's dress up we were like let's cultivate it what's the sound what's the whole experience because the reality is that we weren't the first we're not gonna be the last right and you know like there's a lot of other things going on trends come and go but you you have to have space for culture so people think that it just pops up out of thin air. You just in Paris doing a fashion show. No, bitch, we was wearing those clothes for years. We was giving people room. And it's to crazy like because be themselves. And so we need you to throw a ghetto gothic sex party. Dog, we need we've ghetto been, gothic. Horrible. You know, we had a party called Play with My Pussy. There was really? a whole season. We made T-shirts. Okay. We had like a receipt, uh, like a, a prescription that was like eat it for this long, do all this shit. It was like a real rain out oh, thing, and cute. we was like, no, it's pussy power time because. Yeah, what the fuck has been taking up too much space? And then right. the concept would have been if it had graduated, we had like this beautiful club that you could hang um swings from. We okay. wanted to do a sex party that was geared towards women, but it's just not the thing in America. It's really hard to find normal people I who mean, are like down I, to go out. It's very European. I ain't so. gonna hold you though. I've been to a few lesbian nights. I ain't never been to a place with so many fights in my fucking See life. See what I mean? Like, bro, lesbians be fighting like a because motherfucker. Because we're emotional, nigga. Holy shit. Oh, we, we could talk, talk about, about it. Like, Cabana is like where like they, uh, like you know about Cabana in the city. Right. And it used Isn't to, it closed? It, it may, I mean. It I feel pops like every, up whenever they bitch, put the right amount of money Luke's in it. lobster is closed, bitch. I want a goddamn lobster roll before no, coming in here. Bitch, wow. it's closed. Nothing the that hell? lasted this goddamn pandemic. Well, no. no. When I went to Coco Cabana the last time, it was, and it may have been even during during Pride. Uh. Um, not last year, but like two years ago. Because I went with Mia, this girl. I used to, <laughs> I love her. But, <laughs> mad, on. but mad fights, bro. Yeah. I was like, oh, yo. This it's is hard. So- That's the thing. You have to train people. That's why I, the space that we originally created no cameras. There was no social media at that time. We was like, come in, okay. come in straight, leave gay. We don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want come in the corner. Come straight, leave <laughs> Turn gay. down the lights. Like, but we would have everybody in there. Diplo, we, MIA, we Mad Young nice. People. Everybody was just nasty. And people was really sucking dick Venus in the corner. Venus takes me. I, like, first of all, I, I also want to say, yes, people know Venus for being a DJ. I Some people know Venus for fashion icon. I've seen articles on you. I don't know who Venus is. But what I found out, bitch, is that Venus is a problem. This bitch takes me to a lesbian party where, (laughs) do you remember that? It was like three in the morning. She's like, bitch, let's go. (laughs) So we go to this fucking party. And she's trying to, like, warn me as we get in there. Like, you know, like, because Venus will humble herself but also be like, mad people know me. Right? They're going to know me when we walk in here. Bitch, we walk in here. This girl was like, how you know her? I was like, excuse me, she's my homegirl. She was like, oh, because I thought y'all was together. And I was like, is she going to beat my ass? Probably. <laughs> she, she actually she was, was, was going to be trying. She was she ready was to beat that ass. So then we're dancing. Venus takes her shirt off. This bitch is in a bra. I'm like, do I follow suit? What the fuck do I do? I'm like, well, I don't have a bra. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's a lesbian party. Like, you don't have to act like this. So we're dancing. We're having a good time. Bitch, someone swoops on in, starts dancing with this bitch, looks at me like, this shit. is it a problem? <laughs> Bitch, I go to the bathroom. Of course, there's horrible, delicious decisions listeners in there. This girl's like, it's going to be fine. Lesbians are just very territorial. Maybe you'll still leave with her. I was like, yo. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah, trying to coddle me. 
me. I'm cool on <laughs> It's all gonna that. be alright. That it's shit was drama. I was it like, is. oh, I'm good on the lesbian parties. I think parties, that, right? yeah. I mean, I dated a girl for seven years, and it was. Oof. I'm good on. I'm good Oof. on them parties, bitch. Why are the amount so, of fighting? We talking about niggas ain't shit. I can't tell you how many bitches really ain't shit. shit. iPhones. I have at least four or five countries that we threw iPhones out the window. You and your ex? Ibiza, Korea, Harlem, Brooklyn, the Bronx. Uh, why are you can, can you t- Milan, wait, Paris? Why are you throwing phones because out bitches of the like to fight over pussy. Wait, but why, why were you guys phone? throwing the phones? Because we're toxic. Was it like <laughs> someone got a picture and you was like, you ain't gonna talk it's to this anymore? It's because I was more? fucking a lot of niggas. Oh, okay, you was. <laughs> I was, I was, I was. I was definitely like, I love you, but I like dick. But I asked you to marry me when we first started dating and you said no. So I kept Do you think that moving. since you, like being bi, do you find, and I think it's this age old thing, women don't believe in bisexuality? They're Hell like, the fuck, no, they don't until they realize that Megan the Stallion is bisexual. But not only that, so let me ask like, you this. It's weird shit like that where it's like if a celebrity's like, oh, that's my dream girl, but it's like, but she likes dick too. But here's, here's the thing. So too. don't antagonize what I, me. What I, so when I went to these, spaces although everyone who i've like had sex with as a as a as a woman has been really femme when i go into lesbian spaces give me fucking britney griner okay right. i like the studs right. i like the why do you think it is but but literally as soon as they find out i'm bisexual studs oh. don't want to fuck with me at all Cause they like, oh no, you playing, like, bitch. That's probably what it is. Like they just, or they know, like they really can't compete with real dick. Cause they do got the straps, but I, I ain't gonna hold you. My strap ain't competing with a real dick either. It's just not. But it's different. They literally don't want. Like I can, I can date femmes and have sex with femmes all day long. But a stud, them, them niggas. I want to say <laughs> them, them niggas. niggas <laughs> they don't want. You know fuck who I really want to have on? A friend of ours, Sydney Dean. Like she just started dating, and they may have known each other for a while. But she has a new girlfriend. I don't know if they used to date in the past, but like I would love to talk about that dynamic because they have such an out there relationship. Her girlfriend's a stud and super masculine. She loves things though. Like Sydney, Sydney she does. Has dated a lot of. But studs. I'm curious but to so know. I have two and. It does not get easier like that's the thing like there there is a sense of masculinity that comes with patriarchy and misogyny and like even with hell other the fuck women. yeah even okay. with the most radical feminist lesbian who's like well read and like super progressive you're like oh you want to fight me because i like sex really at the end of the day i'm just really comfortable i like sex i love sex i'm like let's fuck everybody we so, know you I- are bitch and that's why we're here I'm so, just like, why demonize me? Just don't pick me then. You picked right. me. You picked me and you fell in love with me. Why me? Just <laughs> fuck me. me. You you do have a lot of hoe in you. I've been out I with Venus and like been on the brink of tears talking about a nigga. And she's like, girl, let's just fuck somebody. <laughs> look around the motherfucking room. Listen, as long as you don't want to sue us in a couple of, of, of weeks. Listen. I don't even know if sue I Sue you t- for what? I don't know. I love, I I love to tell people that it is okay. Suck a fucking No, I'm dick. talking about sue us. Eat it. Just know that. For I don't what? even think I told you that, T. Yeah, you don't look. Girl, it's a long Ooh, story. A whole Somebody story. Somebody sued you? See? Try to, be. That's why I really, I was like, oh, but no. But see, this is what I mean. Don't get in relationships. You can't handle it. Don't go on podcasts if you can't handle it. The fuck? No, don't go on podcasts. No, it's all the same handle shit. It. It's all the same well, shit. I like, think it's more like, so like the exposing like, thing. We had someone else on here, too. I think it was uh, Candy Deep Throat. 
Yeah. We we didn't even ask her anything about names or and then she just suddenly hit us up after the episode aired and was like, we need you to take this out. Like, I want this out. This has to be gone. And it's weird because when people get on the mic, they start exposing themselves and getting comfortable and are super comfortable until they like go home and think about it. And I think that's the issue with sometimes having a regular person on person on versus a personality. But she's not she's not a regular person. Candy just because she models. Oh, she sounds a, like a personality. He, oh, Candy Deep Throw. I was thinking about the model chick. Oh, okay. so the model chick. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But Candy Deep Throw, what's even crazier about that shit is she was known for it. Yeah. And you came on and did the same thing. It sounds messy. It was bad. Bitch. That's why I'm just telling you, oh, don't make this shit messy. I'm not messy. Okay, good. What I am, though, is spicy. And a lot of people <laughs> can't take it. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I just do me. I'm like, whatever. I have a wild, 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 wild fucking memoir in the works. When I'm, when I'm like 45, 50. You going to yeah, talk you about gotta, all the miles in your pussy? I got DMs. I have stories. I have like wild we gonna have you tell the honey and I'm not, and I'm not worried about nobody. <laughs> Vanilla yeah. shit this week. Someone who is worried about everybody is Pope Francis. Now, a lot of people know Pope Francis because he is the Pope that's like more of the lenient Pope we've ever had, right? He's the one that basically said, you guys won't go to hell for being gay. Like, God loves everybody. And he's a Pope that we feel like is more so new school. And something he recently said was that Simply divine pleasures are eating and sex. In his view, uh, people have fallen victim to both food and sexual pleasures. Pleasures arrive directly from God. It's neither Catholic nor Christian. It is simply divine. The church has condemned inhumane, vulgar um, language, but accepted human and simple moral pleasure. However, the most divine pleasures you can have are by eating and sexual pleasure. Uh, just like that. There is a way to make love more beautiful and guarantee the perpetuation of species, basically through food and sex. This is from the Pope's mouth. He connected food and sex. And I want to know what food you guys have eaten that got you the closest to orgasm. Because I know mine, bitch. Oh, is this like on the Food Network, like the best thing I ever ate type of thing? No, bitch. This is like a what have you ate, Mandy? Oh, I mean... (laughs) What, that was just like so, so good? Yes. You go first. I got to think about it. <laughs> oh, easy. Bitch, I had at Willie Mays in New Orleans a lima bean and fried chicken plate that was like, I remember eating it and knowing that I was getting louder and louder because other people were looking at me. And I was mm. alone. And you know when you eat something and it's so good, you order another one to go? You ever mm, done that? No. <laughs> I mean, not in the last two years because my stomach is but so big. Wait, wait. <laughs> So, bitch, one meal lasts me three. Bitch, I was three bites and I was like, excuse me, I need another one. Put it, box it up. Bitch, I went back to William Mays every fucking day of my trip. Oh, actually, I will. There is something so much so that I don't even live there and all of the servers know my face. All of them are like, hey, weren't you just here? Weren't I brought everyone to this place. So I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant because you motherfuckers. No, because you niggas in Atlanta are not going to fuck up my motherfucking place. But there's a spot in Atlanta that I go. Is it black owned? No. I was going to say definitely no, say it if it's I black mean, owned. I mean, bitch, it's Asian infused. I doubt niggas is in the back. But <laughs> it's a motherfucking tuna crisp, like, pizza. But it's not a pizza. It's, like, this big. It's tuna, truffle oil, little, like, 
I don't know the little green things. Girl, that go I love on a top. truffle oil. I keep it in my house. And it's on like a little, like a <coughs> uh, a rice paper crisp. I don't fucking know. Bitch, I go there and order four of them hoes. Literally, when I walk through the door, like, you're the one who ordered all the tuna crisp. And then I bring my <laughs> friends and I be like, you just got to try it first. But I'm going to let you have half and then you got to order your own. You I'm know people are going to reply to this episode or in the YouTube comments like, Bruh. were you talking about that? In Atlanta. And you know what? Let me give a, a huge shout out to who introduced me to the place. Shout out to Kiki from the Cocktails. Damn, now I want to know. Podcast. Oh my fucking God. We went there. Um, I was just there too with Lex and Dre. I brought Nigel there. I brought Crystal there. I brought Anthony. Shout out Anthony. I've literally brought everybody there in Atlanta. I go there every day to eat. Whether lunch or dinner, we go into this motherfucking spot to get my motherfucking You know crisp. what's my spot like that? Dudley's in the Lower East Side. I show up and they're like, uh, crab linguine, egg allergy. We got it. Bitch, I eat that shit so much that sometimes my stomach starts to get a little bloated. It's disgusting. What's your food, so bitch? Much. My food is, um, I don't really know. I guess, you know what it is? I'm not going to front, and this might sound mad annoying, but. Don't tell me no healthy shit, bitch. I'm leaving. It's not healthy. It's actually mad bougie. So I used to tour in Asia a lot, DJing. And, um, you know, you get hosts and stuff like that whenever you go to a different country. Like, the promoter will set you up with somebody. And so we got lucky because the host parents was, had a restaurant, fisherman. So they cut that tuna and they literally put it on ice and then gave it to us. And I have never had like sushi that was fresh. Me neither. Ooh. That was that was my first time. I I just got chills. It Bitch, is you was out in Asia eating. No, no, no. It was moving. No, I'm saying that was my first that time having breathing. fresh it sushi. It was a bomb. In I Asia. was like, we should not freeze, defrost, cook, do all this extra shit to fish. Because this shit is so buttery. And yeah, that's nice. It was good. Was Yo, they don't even. So it made you come just, out? Like, is this what this? Is oh, this yes, what this yes, pop, yes, 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 yes. No, imagine what they kill the animal. It was Mom? close to orgasm. It was, though. Oh. Look, if the, if the Pope the said sheet. God made food and sex one in the same, bitch, I want to know what food it was. Tuna crisp, tuna in Asia. Got it. Speaking of food. Literally, wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, and crab linguine. Oh, shit. We all like pussy. <laughs> For, for the Seriously, horror curve, that. Venus, I like legit asked her, I was like, oh, I need you to come up with a sex tip so like figure out something. And she mentioned a food and I said, bitch, don't even keep going. Please don't. What is this sex tip that you have? What's it's your- a really old school one from when I was a teenager, actually. So what is it? I was bitch? a bad girl. I was a very bad girl. Um, So I used to go <clears throat> to Starbucks and get tea like anybody else. And I noticed they had small honey packets. And I had, I think, used honey at that point in sex at some, for some reason, you know, like, you know, I was really wild. I was like a, a nasty girl. And um, <laughs> so I used to take the honey packets from Starbucks and carry them in my purse. So if I wanted to give head, like, you know, in a stairway or in a car or wherever the fuck what? I was at. Stairway? Literally at work. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Where were you working? That you- I can't say because. Was it? No, I mean, was it a club? Was it a restaurant? Was it a bar? It was a club. Wait, so you was just out here walking around with honey packets in my bag so so that 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 I could put it on pussy or dick? Both. So you just opened the Starbucks packet. It's like real freak shit. But wait, wait, would that mess up any like pH? To have honey down I don't know, on the pussy. Go wash it after. She said, bitch, go wash it if you want to care about your pH. <laughs> bitch, hold on, hold on. I, I, I All I know is that if you put honey on biscuits, honey. it makes it taste better. So, so wait. <laughs> I did the same thing with. But you like sex. sucking dick, though. You talk about how you suck dick. And I don't love fuck. sucking dick. It's a form of intimacy that is, you know, sufficient for me. My mouth is my vagina, too. Do you believe so. that you're better at sucking dick or giving head? 
What's the difference? There's giving what's the difference? Head? There's a whole oh, you dick, dick or get, in your mouth. Oh, no, you mean you giving mean, a girl you head? Sucking dick or giving head? I, I mean, sucking dick or eating. Pussy. I heard the same oh, thing. I'm great at both. I'm great, bad, at, like, I'm great at both because I genuinely um don't fuck with nobody that i don't really really like adore you know okay. what i mean even if i don't want to be with them i'm like i adore you for now so i'm gonna I'm go in for you <laughs> i adore and you tonight it. at 11 tonight on the trap phone i adore you <laughs> i'm gonna go in because this could be love for the moment i don't fucking know i just be i'm a gemini i i am serious about everything i do i think second dick is way easier than what Eating Eating pussy. Pussy. you must not like it that much why you say that? Because eating pussy is fucking fire. I'm good at eating pussy, though. I'm saying, though. Am I not? Yes. All right. Here we go. Wow. Okay, this is... Um, this is not awkward. I didn't see you didn't tell me we was going to be talking. I just wanted to... You see to, what I mean? Of course she's good at it. But what I'm saying is that <laughs> equal opportunity... But I still feel like sucking dick is easier. It's not easier. There's mad cum that spews out of it. There's mad <laughs> moisture out of a vagina. Yeah, but it's different. It's, I guess I like bitches more than I like dudes. That's but. probably what it is. That's like, probably what this, it is. Um, Maybe it's I mean, I, I like dick more. things in my mouth. Let's just okay, say that. Me too. So, because it's like food, bitch. See here we go. Here we go. About? You bringing it back around. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but you know what it is too. I think that sometimes you like the dick, but you don't like the man. Oh, that oh, happens. That, that, all every the time. time every time actually. bitch i fuck my own nigga and <laughs> feel that way time. right every day so that's time. why i'm like i always like the girl and i always like the pussy oh like i you usually know. hate the dude but i, I, I love the dick point. you know what? that is a great point because i feel like most of the guys that i've had the best sex with have been niggas that i really can't fucking stand they annoy me they get on my fucking nerves you talk I about it never thought about it talk like that. about it because i don't fuck bitches i don't fuck with Talk about it. Like, if I don't like you like that, or if I'm not into you, Same. but dick, I'll take it. Hello? I'll be like, he ain't shit, but whatever. But if a bitch ain't shit, no. And I talked to him for two years. Call me back, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm okay. I, I missed that dick. Let's go. Don't call I, me again for I, two I, years. I, See, I, guess, I guess it's different for me. Like, I mean, because, yeah, I fuck a lot of my friends, but, I mean, I've also had, like, threesomes with girls that weren't my friends, and it was just, yeah. like, it's all the well, same no, to no, me. no, I mean, if it's a random chick, like, yeah, but I'm saying if I'm not having vibes... Like, no. A but with niggas, is an experience. It could genuinely be, like, how a man looks and I could fuck him. But with a woman, like, I kind of, like, a little more into But it. I feel like that's how society is. We make so many exceptions for men. Like, they be fat. Don't let me feel bad. <laughs> they be, like, be fat? Like, men. Bitch, I don't be fucking fat, niggas. I'm just saying, like, oh, in general, okay. like, a man <laughs> could have a career and be fat. <laughs> and a woman oh, wait, can't have a career and be fat. Dad bod? You would fuck a dad bod? Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that, like, the number one body now? <gasps> I don't it, know, but they did say that. That's like been. A I stat. haven't had a dad bod ever. I had to. Maybe. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. My I sugar daddy did. But the last guys that I've wanted to fuck, no. But I just also like men that are active. Like that's a turn on for me. I love niggas that are fit, active, that take care of their body. See, I'll I'll go to the active niggas, but then I'll go to the like the count your rib niggas, like uh, the snoops and the, yep. the little niggas. Where I feel like, oh my god, I'm gonna break you if you I get like on top. You like skinny niggas too? I love me a good skinny I nigga. don't want to like them, but you they, she don't want to like niggas. At <laughs> they all. like me, <laughs> but the way but the way their kickstands are set up. Oh, you know what I mean? They especially do got the tall. They do. Oh my god. We need a Oh my god. Oh my god. Shout out to Atlanta. Long legs. How how am I gonna really like fuck? I can't wrap my legs around them. I'm a short little. I got little limbs. I can't even. I have little limbs. I do. 
And then I told you, here's the thing with a fat nigga, right? I got ass. If they got a belly it's from the back, much. it's just yeah. gonna it, they gonna bounce off of each other, and the dick ain't even gonna be able to be in my pussy. I, I thought this we should first. watch fat nigga porn tonight. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I feel like, we, I feel like we need to open we our minds a little bit. What, what Black is Fairy Messenger? <laughs> big black, no, big beautiful men. Big beautiful men. <laughs> From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, and if I fuck a fat nigga, maybe I'll have this. The whole facts for this week is post-nut clarity. We all know what that is. Ooh. But post-coital tristice is really the main term. And it's the feeling of sadness, anxiety, agitation, or aggression after sexual intercourse in most males. So it happens with women. However, it's said uh, by Gallen, who's a Greek medical writer, any animal and every animal is sad after coitus, which is basically intercourse, except the human female and the rooster. However, this quotation uh, was bullshit. all shit. I done been sad after sex, ho. So many times. Like, maybe I sad but, with regret. I, but, I was going to say, <laughs> a bitch done been sad wow. after sex. This quotation yeah, had been it. like, they did like, you know, they went through it in 2012. 46% of male participants on a study of 1,200 male participants had experienced it at least once in their lifetime and only 20% of women. Um, let's see the symptoms. 4% of those people say they recur on a regular basis. Um, and it's always distress, uh, sexual abuse during childhood or sexual Ooh, dysfunctions for those people that get mm, it on the regular. That makes sense. Go to therapy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people who have sex and then experience some sort of um, depression, depression or some sort of sadness, I do feel like maybe they're battling something sexually that maybe they haven't um, um, kind of either talked through or gotten over. Um, sexual trauma is a big one with that. Especially with black men. Oh, oh for God, sure. Talk about for it. sure. But I think that that's why, too, a lot of black men, um, they hide behind their pain with sex. Which is why sex is so important to just Talk wait. I gotta fuck. I, I gotta fuck as many women as I can, or I gotta have sex as much as I can. And they're hiding behind whatever issues that Did they have. Did we ever have that. an episode, or am I? It's some. It could be something I was reading about, but a lot about a lot about like healing through BDSM. Did we ever talk about that? Possibly. I may have read about it, but basically there's a lot to be said with BDSM because you can be in control and healing your sexual trauma through BDSM. I feel like we actually Yo. talked about that with Dash, maybe. Maybe. Maybe because he does a lot of bondage and like and that's what I was talking about. Like um, It's because it's control when you ask. And, and for that's it. something that 
I've actually been talking about lately. Just me and my partner are literally, he thinks that we have so much more to do. And I'm just like, do we really? Like we ain't done it all already. And bondage was one of the things that I was like, listen, yeah. that is the one thing for whatever reason. Maybe that's something I have to talk through. Bondage, well, handcuffs, you got, and blindfold. You got stealth. I got stealth blindfolded, not bonded. But it's more like a, a where he's like, babe, you don't want me to tie you up and like, have you not be able to control like me making you orgasm? I was like, no, like I feel anxiety talking about being bonded for whatever really? reason. I did get stealth while being blindfolded. <clears throat> so blindfolding is just not a thing for me now. But bondage is, is yeah, one thing. Stealthing is when they remove the condom without your without consent. Your, without your consent. It yeah. has a word. What? Yeah, there's a whole word to it. Yeah. Oh, God. Because niggas is out here doing it like, bitch, you ain't know oh I did it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ew. Right. So. And do you know what's the worst part? People were in our comments, so I may oh, destroy you. That, talking those about comments were Y'all really can't feel it? If my pussy is soaked, no, I can't tell. I so actually Don't get me wrong. There are times that lie. I've been able to tell. But there's some times where I can't tell. Men are sometimes very evil when it comes to sex. Like, I remember I was talking to this guy once. And he went, he wanted to fuck raw. And I was like, mm, no. Um, because I haven't fucked you before. And also, we're not dating. So I don't know what you're doing out here. And he fucked the shit out of me like he wanted to kill me. Really? And I was like. And you didn't enjoy it? Like I a mean, violent sex. I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy him. You get me? Like the thrashing was fab, but then it was like, you need help. Yeah. I, I also <laughs> just want to. You need the, help. The fact that even like that was his response to you. Right. So from that from, angry fuck. From what Wheezy was even saying, like if you go through these comments and again, I don't know if how many of you guys follow the, us. By on the way, our this Instagram. is the episode uh, that we did called Cinema. I may destroy you. What's the date on that post so people could check uh, it out? This post is from. It says four days ago. It's this week, but uh, it's going. Okay, be a while so it'll be September eighth or something. Yeah. So basically, there's a lot of men in these comments, though, and we pretty much were discussing the violation that we as women feel when. A Getting guy stuff. removes their condom. And some guy responded and was like, and eh, it's disrespectful and reckless, but that's not rape. Someone else was like, really though? You don't notice? Um, someone else mentioned that they check, they, they constantly check the guy's dick. So they'll act like they're massaging a guy's balls just to I've feel, done that before. just scary. to feel that the condom is even still I have there. done that when I'm S changing positions. That's awful. That's awful that, but also, can, can we talk about then, is that an issue for us that we're even having sex with someone that we <coughs> don't the trust fuck enough yes. that they're going to even no. keep on the condom? The what reason, are your thoughts with that? I, I think that that's just, um, that's just us reacting on something that's happened to us in the past. I don't think right. it has to do with that person. I think that's just mm. precautionary. You know what I'm saying? Like, PTSD, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. DTSD. But also, I think that we <laughs> we are very reckless. I mean, I have been, at least, with like, Sexual partners not necessarily being Upholding emotionally, citizens, intellectually, yeah. like, ready for a bitch like me. And then me being like, the fuck just happened? Yeah. Right. But the dick was good. But also, like, <laughs> wow. I fucked that nigga? No, I mean, and you'd be surprised. There are very successful men out there who are fucking incompetent. Uh, they have no emotional yeah, intelligence. We they won't be surprised. Yeah, no. Thank you. We're you know, not. They're physically, it's, like, inept. They don't know how. They're not. They're not good at intimacy. It's crazy because we have also a lot of male listeners. And one of the men actually compared stealthing to when women say that they're on the pill and they're not. Fair, you, which you, is you a agree. trap. However, <laughs> I will say this: the main difference with stealthing and women saying on the pill and they're not is that pill we know for a fucking fact does not mean that you can't get a pitch pregnant. Fact, 
That's where my mind went. Fat. Now, I will say, on the counterpoint on that, I guess condoms don't either, but pills protect you against pregnancy and STDs where... No, 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 no sorry, not enough. Right. Condoms protect you against uh, pregnancy and STDs, whereas the pill is just pregnancy. And I also think that we know that it's more human error on that other person's part, right? Right. Opposed to we both make this choice to put the condom on together and we can acknowledge it. So I, I don't know. I, I think that's... I, I hear him on that and I'll right. give him that as well. Right. Because I have heard cases of at least... Fr- n- not friends, but guys that I know saying that the person they had a baby with said that they were on the pill. But also the lack of knowledge, again, with what you said, at the fact that the pill is not 100% regardless. So if we're having, if we're agreeing to having consensual, unprotected sex, where you just busting a load of me, because niggas think, oh, you on the pill, that mean I can nut in you. As a man, you're also ignorant to the fact to think that that means I won't ever get pregnant. Like, if you're going to nut at me, you need to bear the consequences that I still may but get pregnant. But niggas are also very trash because they think the pill, like, I feel like men. We are turning for, into a niggas ain't trash episode. I'm so no, sorry. they're not. They're not. They're not. No, but I'm just saying, over here saying, I don't know, there's one point. No, because Venus even over here, like, well, I love the dick, but I don't love them niggas. No, because and I think they, they all know it because they don't love me either. Um, I'm too difficult. I'm too difficult. You for are. Most men every time she would tell me she was dating this guy last year oh my god and every time terrible. she would tell me how she checked this hood ass nigga she was dating i'm like bitch he can't handle he this can't conversation even understand. he is like processing the murder she's like i need him to read a book <laughs> he's not gonna read a book bitch i ain't gonna hold you that's why i don't do hood niggas like i feel I like we stop. that was my last you, one you still doing but i'm cool I on like, it. It. like i just feel like a my life is in danger and it b is. I, I don't feel like we have much to talk it's about. It's so funny you feel like we your life is in danger in when once. I get the opposite feeling. Hood niggas You feel like you're protected. No, my life was in danger. I remember we were driving but you ain't watching and we were looking for, for parking. <laughs> and I was like, why is your seat reclined all the way back? Can you help me? I'm tired. And he was like, shit. my ops is outside. They live around here. And I was like, so go get shot. See, <laughs> no, that is not okay, bro. <laughs> we're two blocks from my house. They see you going in and out my house. Now they're going to think they can kidnap me also, to get to you. Also, every nigga that I've been see, okay, with that be... Like not every but nigga I mean, I grew up be- around criminals, so I know what they're capable of. Yeah, but besides like, the guns and shit, they all also think that their hiding spot in their car, no one else knows where it's at. <laughs> That's my nigga. Your drugs ain't hidden in no other place that they ain't never found because drugs Because it before. is not going right. in nature's pocket. I'll tell right. you that. Niggas think my pussy is just it. And it no, is not. No, I would never put drugs no. in my pussy. No, no. Well, I, I have, but it was from my own accord. I had some really good mushrooms, and all I could think was, well, if I ain't finished them, I'm going to definitely have to bring them home. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. So now I'm on Reddit, right? Oh, my right? God. Using a private browser, trying to fucking figure out how to smuggle these tiny bit of drugs. You didn't get a, on a VPN to find out how to smuggle shrooms back into the states did you why bitch oh i was God. in tech of course i have a vpn multiple for when i want to watch porn for when i do my banking for when anything for horrible decisions too like because of the passwords and stuff like that i don't want our uh browser to ever not browser but um soundcloud shit to ever get deleted compromise. yeah i always think about using vpns and shit so anyway when i tried Looking to figure out how to smuggle <laughs> smuggle the shrooms i kept googling do airport dogs smell mushrooms bitch my mushrooms were so soaked from the sweat and pussy juice. Oh they weren't even usable. I couldn't even use them. Of so by the time not. I took them out of my vagina on the plane, I was like... Were they not wrapped? Yeah, but I was so scared. You ain't wrap them good enough. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
No drug trafficking. No drug trafficking for weed. But you know, then I'm in the airport. None. None. I know not do not hire her. Smuggle your cocaine. I'm in the airplane bathroom. Like, okay, these are kind of like fucked up now, but also like. If I eat them, what's gonna happen? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'll be cool. Bitch, I ain't gonna hold you. I came back from LA with edibles. I just made sure that the things that I really cared about was in my carry-on. Cause if that shit just ain't come out on the on the goddamn roller thing, I was like, fuck it. They got my bag. They got my bag. I just was gonna I was gonna be good with losing everything in my chest. I felt like carrying it on your person is better than like where they could search. They're not gonna go in my (laughs) pussy, right? But they'll go in my bag. They will go in your pussy. Oh, they will. No, they will. Are you My cousin serious? got arrested in Switzerland and was in jail for two months. Can they gonna make you cough? For, huh? for smuggling drugs for a dude in DR. Stuck in Switzerland. Well, hopefully my pussy would have swallowed. Look, 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 I'm like, on now. I have my lie ready. You think that dog won't open your coochie? What is your lie to have drugs in your pussy, bro? Because it wasn't like cocaine or weed or something like it's that. It's still drugs. In China, like, mushrooms is the same as anything in else. In Dubai, well, you would have got my bitch. stoned to death. This is a yoni skin cleansing thing. No, it's And I'm using it to like, you know, it's from the earth. Bugging. And I've got. Straight. It's holistic. Here's the problem. Weezy watches way too much 90 Day Fiance, not enough First 48 and Locked Up Abroad. That's that, we need to We need to expand your horizons to, to well, some TV. Boundaries is the name of this week's episode. Wow. Much like the boundaries of the countries that I can't bring my shrooms through. And the boundaries that I won't be doing in the bedroom with <laughs> bounding. So I picked Mindy. three because I felt like these are the top three things that we all really need boundaries around. I picked three things I felt like would be good for each and I want you guys to give me your uh, thoughts on them. Friends with benefits, right? So mm. friends with benefits, obviously we've all had one, but also mm. I want to know what you guys think because my first one is I don't think friends with benefits are good for an actual close friend. And I'm starting to think that friends with benefits is the modern day situationship. Right? Because like he's not <clears throat> your nigga, but y'all are cool enough to where they could like quote unquote sleep over and do whatever. Like, do you think friends with benefits can really work with someone who's actually your friend? So here's the thing. Because um, friends with benefits by definition is a person I, you fuck that I get it. you're not with. I get it. Um, I actually just had this conversation kind of last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my old, I would say... I don't want to call him a lover because he ain't break bread on me, but we've, we've been, we were fucking for probably like the last eight years. He's the nigga I talked about who said I couldn't go to the wedding because I fucked his friend too. Like, long story. Anyways, he was in town and, um, it. he hit me up like, hey, I'm in New York. My, I ain't heard from this nigga all pandemic. Wait, you couldn't go to his wedding? No, you, you, you just asking too much. I just brought it up. People from the past will, will remember the, the context. Oh. But anyways, he came into, he, he came into town, um, and hit me up and was like, you know, trying to be on some, hey, where you live again? And I was like, well, nigga, you would know if you would have came up the few times I invited your motherfucking ass up here. Da-da. So we're talking and he was like, dang, you ain't my friend no more. And literally over the eight years that. that we fucked, though, I would consider us to be friends with benefits. But in real life, when you're in these situationships or you're just having sex with someone, I'll be honest to you. When I look back at those friends with benefits and situationship relationships, mm-hmm. the things that they did and how I felt like I was treated, their dependability and how much I could really count on them as I would do my friends was non-existent in those relationships. Yeah. So I really feel like that term kind of sugarcoats y'all are just fucking like because the idea and and i hold friendship really true to me and when i look back 
They did a whole lot of fucked up shit that to me doesn't classify them as like, friends. I think friends with benefits is honestly like a term we can't use anymore. I really believe I, it's yeah, a, because throw it away. When I was fucking doing the outline, I'm like friends with benefits. Like, but I've never had a friend that I was like. I told you I don't like fucking my friends. But now when I look back at even those those situations, and when you bring this up, it tri- like. I literally just had this conversation last night and my text message is like, he was like, dang, we ain't friends no more. And I really was like, but were we ever? Like, there were so many things where when I felt like I either needed you or wow. when you were supposed to show up Boyfriend you Mandy you know what I mean? sucks, dude. Don't- I honest to God, this bitch is thinking too much. Oh my God, let me be happy, but now that I have someone I didn't say you can't be happy. Wait, bro, you know, y'all hoes don't want me to be happy. My nigga right now is good. And so now I, I am looking back on like, the last niggas I fuck, y'all perpendicular sex hit me up today, right? Perpendicular sex been hitting me up and perpendicular okay. dick, that nigga. So he hit me up this morning on some, can you send our videos? The nigga make me like delete our videos because he be on and off with his bitch. So every time they get back on, he deletes all of our oh, friends. Oh, hell no. Yeah, so nigga, nigga, get the calculator out. Uh, so nigga hit me today exhausting. like, yo, yo, can you send our videos that we made together? And I was like, listen, listen. I really don't like how you ghosted me. He ain't ghosted me because he felt like I made his booty hole feel irregular, but we ain't going to get into that. But Ooh. anyway, what did you say? It went I back to little, normal? It did go back to normal, nigga. But apparently it took a little longer than he liked it for it to come back to normal. But he hit me on some, send me the videos of us. As, and I literally was just like, I'm good on you. Like, I have right. a nigga who makes me happy right now. I just like, want to also add, I would love for you to acknowledge, as long as we've had this show, I've been telling you old niggas are the truth. They are the truth. And they're not, wh- though. No, they're I just, not. I was just dating one. I was dating one, and I told you a lot about him. He wasn't shit, though. He don't count. How he don't I'm count? He doesn't count. He's amazing. I love him. He's one of my good friends for all the years I wasn't fucking him. Mm. And the years that I was fucking you him, or like that I was changed? talking to him, he was a piece of shit. But was it because your feelings were involved? <sighs> no, so I think no. That's the thing, well, though. it's because I couldn't call him when I had an emergency. But then he would do the same shit where he would get back with his wife, and then he would be mm. like, "But he's I not, deleted all the you, pictures. You I deleted them by mistake." Okay, wives, wives, what's wrong with wives, Muslim bro? wives? Okay, I feel and like it's a different context because I don't think he can be emotionally available to. No, we've been some, friends for almost a decade. Yes, he can. That, that, you the thing is that wives. once you once you start talking sex again with dudes, that's when it's like if they're not your man, they don't understand the boundaries and mm. the necessities to be a good whatever you're developing with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe we weren't going to end up in some fantasy where I was an, a, a new wife. Like you weren't trying to be a wife, but the relationship Not you at guys, the beginning, but now uh, I was you thinking wanted, about uh, it. But shit. either way, it didn't okay. matter because I'm like, I'm your friend, right? So if right. I'm having a bad day and I can't call you, but you're going to ask me for videos that your wife definitely deleted. Or you want to ask me for pussy when you want it, but I still right. can't depend on you when I need you outside of sex. Yeah. Or, yeah, First, your, your communication is, trash, is messy. It's, exactly. So the other two, I want we're gonna go into the next one because we basically covered it. But the other two rules I put were no playing house and ensuring you're emotionally on the same page. Mm, Definitely yeah. no playing house with friends with benefits because that's where I think the quote unquote situation th- shit yep. things happens. And if Absolutely. you're both not emotionally on the same page, then you can't handle just fucking. So the next one I have is breakups. I have a few breakup rules. We did actually Amelia's episode was about kind of about breakups, cutting cords, letting people loose. Got it. And I feel like we've got to talk about breakup boundaries because we get a <laughs> lot of breakup mail and breakups Ooh. are very hard. Nigga, I was on Lexapro, damn near. No I, I, I don't connect it to a breakup, but like it was something that was going on. For like sure. it really takes your body down. So 
I have this one in there because I am a person that, and I don't know about you guys, when I'm in love and I break up, I can't necessarily go cold turkey. That's very difficult, even though it's the best thing. But what I will say is don't try to be friends right away. Mm. I think a lot of people want to end things amicably and like, let's just be cool. Let's be friends. But I think immediately after is really difficult because it does. Okay. Because we can't separate the difference. So if you are being amicable, here are the rules. I think no cuddling or close contact, spending the night together, treating each other to like gifts or meals. This is when you break up with a partner, but you decide to still be in in contact with each other. Right. If you're going to be in contact. Um, providing emotional support consistently or financial support. I think that is those rules are how you get away from feeling like you're still with them. Because if you're quote unquote friends because you need emotional support, you know that that was your boyfriend or your girlfriend and they were always there for you. You're going to blur the lines. Yeah, you need that codependency fucks you up. Like that's actually the hardest thing for me to let niggas go when I know they've been someone I've leaned on, whether it be a hard day at my office or whether it was a hard day with my family or my money. I'm going to lean on this nigga. Do your best to pivot. And this is why when we get in relationships, it's very important to keep your friends still close, still making times for them, things like that. Because if you don't and when you come back from that relationship, they're like, bitch. Where the I fuck think, were you? I, I think a lot of the problems is too, though. A lot of women have the tendency to cut off all of their friends they do. when they get a, a, in a relationship. Thank so, you. So That's the, exactly so the what problem I was going to say. It's harder you ain't to, got we, no friends it's at harder the to end. win off because you ain't got no friends. So you're still and usually depending on your partner. You're in a toxic, abusive relationship. It's very hard to completely like cut all those things off. I will say that, yeah, in theory, it's I'm not, sure no. that that would be great. <laughs> but it took me from when me and my ex broke up after two years of dating and living together and being like madly in love, it took us seven years to break up. Seven. From 23 to 30, I was fucking the same girl, madly in love, but fucking dudes because I couldn't get seriousness out of her because it was complicated. Basically, I was too young and I was popping at a time and certain dudes wanted me and that shit was fucking with her head. So she didn't want to get back with me, but she wanted to keep fucking me. Okay. You know what I mean? So she kept fucking me for seven years. We kept fucking each other, but we were going around the world. We were working together. We're having this like dynamic relationship in a sense. I think that that is not realistic because relationships do not work like a beginning, middle, and textbook. You basically, I had to accept that what I did was a seven year relationship. I was basically married. I was basically like in an open relationship with my wife. And essentially Mm. we were very... Um, we both have mad traumas, mommy and daddy issues, whatever that we were taking out on each other. But it's not like I look back on it like, oh, my God, on this. I should have just at 25, just like cut, cut her off and stop cuddling. <laughs> no, that sex was good. She used to kick me downstairs and shit, but like not in an evil way. Just like she would go through my phone after we fucked and be like, get the fuck out of my house. Like you suck so and so's dick. And I'd be like, you know, those are some of the most exciting times of my life because I learned. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You were really sounding good. No, point. you weren't. And now I'm just but like, no. I'm right, I'm you right, right. Right. Now I'm in my thirties and I'm really a bad bitch that I don't, I'm not a psycho. I've been through a lot of shit, right. but it's because I didn't try to manage the course, the lifespan of the relationship with somebody that I was fucking madly but in see, love that's with. Different simultaneously that's while fucking other people. It was, trust me, it was a breakup. 
Bitch, I hope Shit I'm not was fucking thrown. the same nigga for seven years breaking up. And, 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 we, and, we, and, we, and, and she kicked me out the house and I went to move back with my mother and I was like so sad. And then we just kept fucking for seven years. We were working together. We were doing this all over the world. I'm talking about we were basically on tour all over the world fucking. And it was amazing and magical. But what we couldn't deal with was our emotional uh, situation because I was fucking dozing. Well, bitch, if you work with that nigga my that close, point, you might got to stop fucking But him. it was a girl. No, I'm, I'm saying. saying but the point, but the, no, but the point is that I'm telling you, there was no other way it could have gone down. I had to go through that and it was beautiful. My life was dynamic. It was not easy all the time, but it was full of milestones. When I say like, bitch, you, I'm sorry, but you, you be a toxic in an apartment in a one bedroom with fucking old windows in Brooklyn versus you being toxic in fucking Tokyo and Ibiza is two different things. You better go live your life. She and said, if you're you hard, a Honda or and a Rolls right, <laughs> We were running a company <laughs> that sold a hundred million dollars in one season of clothes. Do you understand what it's like to be a part of that? Yeah, of course. I wish I would have been like, deuces. I'm going to work on my mental health. Bitch, I have a history now. And that history is complicated. I will never make those mistakes again. But having nasty sex, like handcuffed to a bed in Paris and like learning, you know, how to fucking not drive someone insane with my bisexuality through experience, which I would have had either way. It just would have come in different forms. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I would have split it up across 10 people instead of one. That's like, an I, interesting I, thing. The I fuck? Was saying, I was toxic. You know how like, people I talk to go about like it. power couples and when they do work together and things like that. What the fuck happens when y'all break up? You're fucked. You're fucked. You build a great business. No, you do all this great fucked. shit. And then it's like, how can you, you even... learn terms like equity. You learn terms like, um, you know, uh, contracting, leveraging. Like, what do you bring to the table? Mm -hmm. Learning to appraise your value. You also, Those are the things that are important. Not not working but with you your also, partner. But you also learn how to turn everything away from personal. So everything is kind of decisions made for the betterment of the business. We have this money. We make this money together. Kind of like with what you and I have. Like, you know, we may not be on the same page all the time. And for a couple who is together and then split up, they are still working together because it's their livelihood. Yeah. It's business. So, I mean, I get I it. I would but never shit on the thing that was created. I would say, yes, I would do it differently. But would I have preferred to be self-destructing on a dance floor doing drugs? I mean, I was DJing the dance floor and I just so happened to be DJing the fucking best after party in Paris at Fashion Week and fighting with my bitch afterwards in fucking some hotel. It was hot. But at the same time, what I'm trying to say is like that is a prescription for basically following the rules. There's no rules in life. There isn't. And I was going to say You're obsessed with who you're obsessed with I until you like, stop being obsessed with them. And that's I also it. That's like what that sucks. Well, but Venus, what you said though is that you learned from this toxic relationship to not do it again. So even though she gave that guideline, I think that for anyone listening who has had their experience with a toxic relationship, if you're going through maybe a current breakup to maybe follow these guidelines that Weezy's now giving because you see that you've gone oh, bitch, through a toxic I've done it all. Yeah, you, I broke up with a nigga and had him come console me during the breakup. During the same day. See, I'm <laughs> so you're like, can you come in an hour? Okay, my last two, which we know are good ones, but it's very hard. So, social media stalking. All, Hell no. Nah. All we want to do. I block them niggas, bro. When we break up with someone is know what's going on. We are, we're feeling super attached. You, maybe they're friends. You want to know. You want to look. It is very difficult. Honestly, I block on both. Like, I don't block them because I don't, I can't stand them. I block them because I don't want you to see me. I don't want to see you. I know how it's going to feed mm. into each other. You know see, what I'm saying? See, I'll block, I'll block 
maybe they're friends or something, but I'm not going to lie. Like recently, I, oh, hide the story. recently though, I hide with, the with the glow up I got, bitch, which is why I know all these hoes, all, all my old hoes hit me up because they didn't seen the Charlemagne announcement. I'm like, uh-uh, you little pussy niggas. I'm, I'm happy. Don't come and ruin my happiness. <laughs> but I feel like. I don't mind people saying thank but you no, when they say something, you do something. Yeah, great. but I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm, I may not block them because I want them to see my success, but it's the self-control of me not going to go look at their shit. I don't know how block. they doing. I feel like oh, for, the block okay. on is, is equals, not just for me, it's for them, it's for both of us, like okay. engaging with each other because if you see me do something and you reply to that story, I'm going to fall back in it. Again. You're looking great. All Good. these rules don't make no sense in real life because Bitch, I block and then to. I unblock and then I block and then I unblock I and then I DM and then I unblock and I block. I mean, too. I can't stand you today. And it's the Tomorrow, motherfucking I really day and age of media. Okay. If you block a nigga on Instagram and Twitter, bitch, I didn't been hit up on Skype. Bitch, I don't even be on Skype. Niggas love my email. email like, no, the last one I have until or I get send to, a message through a friend. Like they will find you. I they will write me a letter. The letter was hot. You know who wrote me a letter. They will but find anyway. a way. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare no trying to get back at each other in a hurtful way like sleeping with friends and I, I do that. I do too. Y'all gotta stop. Why? Why? Sleeping with they friends to too. get back at them? Not to get back at do them, but if there's a friend I really like wanted it. and we done with, bitch, I'm moving on with my life. <sighs> okay, well. You're not gonna block my blessings for the rest I of my would life. Say I would don't say don't sleep with friends after a breakup because I think that it just doesn't, on both sides, it looks like you're trying to hurt their feelings. Even if you really want that nigga's dick or you really want Sometimes that bitch's pussy. You are. Well, if any <laughs> of my Venus niggas over here being the devil, any, no, 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 no I'm not. I've just been through it. Like, okay, my ex girlfriend fucked the girl that I wanted to fuck. She fucked the girl that shot me for like a a, a, a Vice article. Like within months of her shooting me, like the girl basically was like, "I'm gonna prey on your ex," and my ex was like, "Yes, no, let's go." Nigga. Like she just did a lot of things that were like, "Oh my god," and so it's like, "Oh, okay, so now this is what we're doing." I guess that's what we're doing. Why? Because do I that, did though. it to guys too, and it hurt them. And I was like, "Oh well," like you annoyed me, and this was never gonna work. I feel like nothing can good come out of that either. I'm yes, gonna, good I'm gonna things get my can come out of it. Clarity after and be like, "I can't believe I fucked this nigga's friend because now they're just." What gonna if the friend got better dick? But isn't your show called Horrible Decisions? Like, yes, but it's not responsible whoring. We ain't just, I'm just out here saying, doing like, ignorant, if uneducated whoring. There's see, all different I, I levels like of dating. Just, so are you saying serious dating? Decision. Are you saying serious dating? Well, or are you saying breakup, light to me, dating? it's serious. But for me, True. a horrible decision, right? Also, remember, this is for the sanity of yourself. Sometimes when you're doing that vengeful fucking, you only end up hurt. You're like, you start feeling like shit about it. Right. Or down the line, you feel like I guess. You know what? Sometimes you just end up fucking their friend. And I think it's <laughs> you, you shouldn't, All right. All right. You shouldn't feel bad about it because 
from what I have experienced, is guys are always pursuing. I'm not pursuing. What Very small town do you got to be in that you got to fuck this nigga's homeboy? Go in your Instagram. Girl, DMs and find I'm working. Else. That's the small town on him. I mean, I'm mean? on a plane. I'm on a hey. flight. I don't have time to date. I'm not interested in getting that's to know y'all. That's a fair point. I do believe that's and why I people fuck each other's tonight. friends they're too busy. And your boy, actually, he has a better personality and, and dick fine. than you. And you're annoying. And he was always fun at your birthday party. He was actually the one okay um, threesome so boundaries i'm Let's just go. saying they do it all into time. threesome boundaries we always talk about threesomes i think we need to do another i think every year we need to do a threesome episode just to refresh but for this one few topics that come up so the first one i think is a great threesome boundary and this is for couples and for the unicorns i think discussing your fears is a very good thing. I think that discussing what could go wrong and just being vocal, especially with a partner, like a lot of people for a first threesome, they're not sure what to do. And I think it's a really good thing to be like, yo, I just don't want, you know, let's say that maybe you don't want the, the if you're a woman, your boyfriend and the unicorn to be talking after. If you really genuinely don't want that, you have to say it. If you don't want them to sleep over, you genuinely have to say it. You have to discuss what your fear is because if it happens, it's only going to ruin the experience. Right. You I agree. have to discuss your fears, your boundaries, what you're looking for. Now, uh, following that one. Wait, can I, I ask you, is, uh-huh. it, is it fair? Um, because I'm experiencing it now in my first, like, you know, is it fair to say I don't, what if I don't know what my boundaries are until we're in the situation and then I realize, oh, I didn't like this. Well, I think that that's okay. But if you have any fears, you should discuss them. Like, is there anything, if you could think you haven't had a threesome with the person that you're with yet, that comes to your mind or something you wouldn't want to happen with him? I just feel like, so a lot of our listeners ask about, you know, tips on having their first threesome. So to be honest, until you've actually had threesomes or engaged you in them. You have no fear going into, there's nothing in your like mind. Like right now, right right now I, I haven't, but like even thing. when we did like, we we just recently had an orgy or whatever and. But you've had I threesomes he was, before. Yeah, but I've never had a threesome with someone that I cared about. Like right. bitch, I be fucking niggas I fuck with my friends and maybe fucking the bitches that they fuck yeah, yeah. With, when they don't fuck me. Like, but this is my first time with someone that, you know, I actually have feelings for. So even when we had the orgy, there was kissing going on. And I realized, okay, I actually don't mind the kissing. Like, I got on the kind of, like, but I'm not going to lie. I'm to this space right now where I don't know what I fear. I just don't. But also, I think you have experiences with threesomes. Whereas I'm talking, like, we got to think about the person. I haven't had a threesome. Isn't that nuts? No. Wait, what? I've fucked a lot, but. No threesome? Yeah, my long-term relationships were always opposed to it. Like, the guys were always jealous. So let me ask you. You've never had a threesome. the girls were always jealous, too. Do you know what you would fear in a threesome without having one? Nothing. Take him. What about Take her. <laughs> <laughs> if he don't want me no more, oh well. Now, you can't think it like that. I do, though. I think that's how I, you should approach life. And maybe I'm just super zen because I've seen a lot of shit. And I've been through a lot of shit. I've already gone through the dark. I'm like, I'm real good. If bringing her in is going to break us up, then I guess we broke in. Okay. Go for I it. Like that, and also, if you're not reading me and you don't know me as a partner and I care about you and you're doing things that are going to violate me, then I'm going to I'm going to figure out like that there's a problem in our love, like the way that we communicate with each other, because everything is not like I don't have the energy to make everything a therapy session anymore. 
I used to do that with people. And then I realized like there is so much communication that you're just doing through body language, through your facial expressions, through how you, you know, move. But and, niggas, and, I feel like no, and women that's can't their job to do it. Otherwise, I'm going to keep it moving Unicorns because I'm not going to sit here and explain to you what's wrong about certain things. If you talking to her after, why are you talking to her so much? But see, I'll say, I'll say that this, but that is unhealthy communication in a relationship. But I'm you saying all, like, because, I uh, but, don't but have you, the energy to but, teach every single but you way. have to explain if something bothers you in a relationship like talking you can't it. just sit here and be like my nigga you better know why i don't no, like no no this. i'm not like, saying that i'm saying that like i feel like th there's a lot of things to talk about but in my experience sometimes you end up going this extra mile to explain to sh shit to somebody that's not even going to be there in your life in a year or two and like i'm all i'm saying is like for me i think that you have to be mindful who you spend all that energy processing and and like teaching how to love you. I think a great first thre threesome, by the way, isn't a relationship threesome. I think that a relationship threesome for the first one is a lot is a more lot pressure. Pressure opposed sure. to just kind of getting it out there. My first threesome was like I guest starred and I never I did fake, after that. I mean, like I don't know. It's it's weird. I just. I just think that you have to be mindful who you give all that energy to because I. Honestly, I look back on a lot of relationships, all that talking for what? I don't even talk to you no more. The three you know during I mean? the relationship, like, I'm learning. though, like I mean, at the end of the day, that's you the think thing it's too. gonna be that person. Well, not only that, that's the thing. That's as as people, we have to show. stop thinking that whoever we're dealing with is, is supposed to be around be forever because we that's do. not true. There is going to be a beginning, a middle, and an end. There is going to be an end. But what you have to realize is that person that's in your space right now, you want it to be the most happy, non-toxic relationship with a being at that point in time in your life that you can. So not everyone is going to last forever. You're not going to know everyone until your dying day. I will sure. say, and on my mind, to your point, we had a situation where we almost had Oh my god, it was, together. it's so funny. But I really knew that I had a great person and friend in my life because of what happened after. So we were all flirting, Venus and I, and Obe, and I got fucking smacked. <sighs> super smacked. smacked. If you and your partner are constantly talking about a threesome, if you are either too in intoxicated or, or, or high, to have the control to know this isn't going to be the right time for us to do this. That was a but great thing also, that they both did. it was good for me and him because I feel like it does set us up now for actually being well, yeah, to have you a threesome. Well, yeah, you don't fuck Tim. Let's just all fuck each right. other. Right. Well, and also she woke up and cooked us breakfast. It was really cute. <laughs> and I was like, you're not even slightly you got mad that toast. like... Um, huh? bacon. I just feel like she, she loved making avocado we toast. Because so I have an egg allergy. Oh, it was bad. My That's why really why it happened because he and I were just horny and up, and you just fell asleep. <laughs> and I was like, but well, also I, I was going to this would happen. happen if we weren't drunk. Bitch, and I'm, I'm a terrible person. I should have <sighs> never fell asleep like that. But anyway, my last and final rule before we get out of here is pick a leader. This is my favorite threesome rule. I agree, and we do not I talk about this. this enough. And I think this is the best one. God damn it, make it the clip of the week. Do not have a threesome where no one knows their role. If y'all have oh, a threesome, no, pick the leader. There's got to be either one person that is starting the conversation, offering up the threesome, one person that's taking charge. If and, you don't have that, you need this a is a couple. You need a director. You do. Pretty much. But if, yes. you're, not, if you're in a wow. couple and you're seeking the unicorn and you both don't know what the fuck you're doing, that's not attractive for the other person. Agreed. You have to be very clear on who's making the moves, who's taking it to the next place. And if you don't, and it's just up in the air, it's not a fun threesome for anybody. Someone has to lead from the conversation to oral to fucking. And then the also kiss. just 
and the kiss and then directing the position changes in between. So uh-huh. yeah, you need someone in charge. Yeah. You need someone to kind of direct you as to, okay, we're all comfortable. Let's now do something else that, and, and move along the threesome. I agree to that. I think that's very good. You definitely need someone to take charge and someone who's not shy to be like, okay, like let's get it going. We I have like to. that. Well, today was fun and all about boundaries. Nah, this and was good. Things. Even though you the devil on whoever showed no. you, bitch, you the devil. Why? She was just like, I'm just friend. so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. That's I'm what like, I say. I'm glad that you. I'm happy because us. because you know what, women often we grow up with so much shame and guilt, and that's the part that I'm like, we'll leave it in the past, please. Because you make more money when you're not ashamed of yourself, and when you're not, you don't Are feel you guilty. Talking about prostitution. I'm just. Venus, I mean, some, let the people know where they can find you. Um, VenusX on Instagram, uh, VenusXGG on Twitter, even though I don't really use it. Um, SoundCloud, just look up VenusX. And for the fellas, if y'all like some good little gothic looking thirst traps, she got it. Ah. <laughs> she be having a little bikini fashions. on with the light. You know fashions. I ain't gonna lie. The yeah. fashions. Um, yeah, I'm out here, uh, but there's a lot of fun things coming. I'm working on a lot of music. I, I love that. I think by the time out, this comes out, you'll have your Patreon finished. I will. I will. There's a bunch of new shows um, that we're working on. Music, TV, DJ streams, things of that nature. You know, pivoting into the digital world. I love um, it. And guys, yeah. um, of course, if your Patreon is up by the time we post this, you guys can get all of that information in the description of this week's episode. Um, what else you can also find in the description is our Patreon link. So we are on Patreon. If you guys want three bonus episodes every month because you're all caught up and you just can't get enough of Wheezy and I, make sure you go ahead and join us on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions we are going to leave you guys with a five minute bonus clip as well and as always thank you guys for joining us for yet another episode of horrible decisions peace bye Bye. welcome to a town hall patreon bonus motherfucking meet up meet up with the get up i really love doing this y'all like i'm uh i'm working tonight that's why i'm not home and you see me in the studio and i literally just passed by with Alex and Andrew and he was like oh my god we got to do this for our patrons we got to be sand and hoes bitch this shit lit as fuck no it really is I love talking first to you of all shut up oh, let me tell y'all something okay did flagrant have a patreon before horrible decisions because they didn't y'all might have a little bit more money than us but let's be real clear my nigga cool asshole army we the booty hole army bitch Buddha! shout out to the booty holes <laughs> uh, anyways, I guess we'll start off like we normally do with a quick little catch up. Uh, Weezy, do you want no to say anything? No, I'm really stressed out and I cried all day because I'm not a fucking writer and I really should never have put myself in this position. I'm in way over my head. I feel like this is the worst thing I've ever done to myself. You know when you have an idea and you're like, done, of course I can execute it. Nigga, I cried for the last two days. Obviously, I am a crier, so I think anything could have happened. But uh, no, I'm super stressed. Also, I just want to let you guys know, these niggas, I was in LA for work, and uh, they were like, yeah, if you're so stressed out, we can just move you out here. I was like, that's really sweet. Um, Yeah, would you guys pay for my accommodation and stuff? Yeah, we'll get you an apartment right across the street from the studio. The studio is in Glendale, California, ma'am. So I was like, well, that's not going to work because I don't want to live in Glendale. And they were like, okay, well, we can get you a car. Do you have a license? 
And boy, oh boy, if you guys listen to the show, you know that answer is a no. Um, they damn sure, I, I said, yeah, because I didn't know niggas was going to check up. You know what I'm saying? And then when they had me submit a picture of my license, I sent my passport and said I couldn't find it. And he was like, bitch, that ain't going to work. So I'm back. That's my So thing. for all of you who do not know, Weezy ain't got a license because that shit got suspended for like seven years for DUI shit. It's not a DUI, man. It was, was a DUI. What it was, was it then? What was it then? I want I was be- driving while suspended, and then I was driving while it was revoked. So now it's really revoked. But you know what's crazy? The five years is up. I was about to say, wasn't that like ten years ago, bro? Yeah, it was. It's just like now you have to like totally like redo the shit. Yeah, I got arrested, bitch. Ain't nobody had to bring that shit up, but you damn sure brought it up. I ADN, mean, because you brought Rangers. it, you technically brought it up. Okay, but well, I wanted let to tell the my people. own truth against me, bitch. Don't repeat my shit because now you're embarrassing the fuck out of me. <laughs> Your life is embarrassing. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't know. It is. It I really is. Um, bitch, y'all, she shared the jail story with y'all, I think, here on Patreon. That was actually. on the Scissors uh, episode. And, oh. you know, I only shared the jail story because uh, someone tried to expose me. And I said, oh, let me hurry up and get this out. <laughs> okay, come on, Eminem, 8 Mile. Give it to him. Who? No, you know, Mandy, stop. Eminem on 8 Mile said They're calling you Eminem, I thought. No, no one is calling me Eminem, bitch. Calm down. Ellen? Ellen? Bro, you got to chill with the hair jokes, bro. Eve? Because I let you rock. Eve? I let you rock over there, bro. All right. All Eve. right. Cause we not gonna go there now. We ain't gonna go there. Who else is a blonde? I can't. I'm just saying else. though. Who else has a blonde shortcut? Bitch, Andrew Schultz. Shit, call me. It's brown. <laughs> <laughs> you um. Anyways, I guess it's funny that what oh you brought up. I guess we've been kind of um feeling the same way. Um, as you guys know, I have been uh, doing my subscription box, and so I didn't know how many steps there were to creating like a whole business. So Did you from- patent it, bitch, because that's a good idea. We need to take yeah, that well, shit, y'all. Trade trademark has been submitted. <laughs> shit. Um, I mean, I don't think I can patent it because it's a it's a subscription box, um, okay, which right. there's, there's a lot of those. Um, but building the website has been like insane have like i just flew in my team members mind you my boxes got stuck in customs uh last week so i had to cancel my my team my team members flights so your boxes were passport hoodie my my boxes are now (laughs) ready to be shipped out i'm super excited um and yeah it's just been a lot it's it's been a super lot um i'm stressed and tomorrow i'm getting a massage because i really need it because my whole body hurts and my nigga did give me a massage, but then it's like my back stopped hurting, but my legs, like my, what's it called? What's the thing? What's the part called in between your thighs? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. 